we need to find them and like drag them behind Jonathan's pickup truck a couple miles? No, no, we're good. Oh, what we are. Hey everybody, welcome to Life Short Live Free Podcast. And uh, Sam is I'm not doing be the intro attending because today. Apparently. Sam has so much sand in his vagina that he literally can't form sentences right now, and the look of depression on his face is just terrible. No, no, I'm good. Just, just give me a give me a beer and I'll be fine. You have a beer in your hand. You've got a beer in your hand. Yeah, right? let me finish it. What, and, uh, what happened was. Sam lost today. Not only did he lose one time, he lost twice. The first time he lost, he lost by like seven and a half seconds, too. And then he had the option to challenge the winner, who was Johnson, and things did not go Sam's way. And we're not quite sure, but we believe that is the reason for the amount of sand underneath of his chair at the moment. I'm perfectly fine, thank you very much, you wankers. Johnson, what were you saying about that mini excavator? We need to go rent one to get all the sand out? (laughs) Yes. You guys think you're just, you're freaking hilarious. You're freaking hilarious. But we're just talking frankly right now, Sam. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, like uh, like Toad said, yes, this is life short, live free. And yes, I'm a little bit uh, just not feeling it quite today. Out but, of sorts. I'm a little you're bit out of sorts, sorts but I'll, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Um, This is, uh, this podcast is sponsored by Shyworks. We do uh, Cerakote and wallets uh we're cerakote certified check out shyworks.com um yeah we just got back from our range day which as you heard did not go sam's way so you know it is what it is but uh sam what Pep up. <laughs> really depressing annoying. <laughs> i'm so angry with you right now god's sakes well, maybe should we do like the whiskey of the week like first? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Let's do that. <laughs> Give him a whole glass. I believe glass. you need some alcohol. <laughs> a whole glass of whiskey. Jeez. Just an entire. All right. So, yeah. Since I was the loser, I uh, I went and picked up the the whiskey of the week, and this is uh, the original Jesse James uh, America's Outlaw Bourbon Whiskey. So um, supposedly like this is this is not like the Jesse James that's alive right now. This is the uh, the old school Jesse James. So we haven't um <laughs> I haven't I haven't opened this yet. But so this is the first uh the first sniff. We're gonna check it out. And um, do you need a glass? Or are you just gonna drink straight from like, the bottle? Uh, it smells like whiskey. So yeah, I am shocked. Yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna check out here the. Well, tell more. us what it smells like. What more. is it? it smells like you're gonna, need, you're gonna need more than that <laughs> more than to flush it's out. It's full the sand. bodied. Actually, it smells pretty decent. It's full bodied. Uh, 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 just a just a hint of it's oak. It's bourbon, right? Uh, yes, it's a bourbon whiskey, but it actually smells pretty decent. It's a tavern strength whiskey. No. I don't know what the f- that means. <laughs> that means not for pussies. <laughs> Um. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take a uh, a swallow of this and see see how it uh, how it tastes. <laughs> Toad is very reluctant. I'm not looking forward to this. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm not a big fan of um, actually. It's pretty comes in square jars. Um, it's pretty smooth. It's got a, obviously like any whiskey. It's got a bite on the uh, on the uh, the backside, but there we go. It's not too bad. I gotta sni- every time I start drinking. I always got to, like, even if I open up a beer, I have to get oh, a yeah. good sniff first. I don't and like get that. that, old, that, that 
the chills toad, out of the way for some toad, reason. Toad, you brought you you brought freaking 180 proof with or like whatever 150 or 60 proof whiskey last week, and now you're bitching about 80 proof whiskey. Yeah, mine didn't <laughs> smell like this though. So. Yours was far worse than this. This is actually very bad. smooth. This is this is good whiskey. That's not bad at all. It even it well it kind of it looks. Like I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it out of five stars. I'm gonna give it a 4.2. Um, just because it'd probably be uh, a whole lot better if it wasn't room temperature. Yeah, maybe a little bit of ice. But yeah, it's pretty smooth. Well, that's not bad. It's not bad actually. Yeah, kind of surprised. You I know, like, I think I like I think that a little this... bit more than I thought oh, yeah. I would. Yeah. See, like it doesn't. I feel like I'm in a tavern right now. Yeah. <laughs> I feel strong. The tavern strength. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I was when I was I was I looking can't. looking through the liquor store, which one to buy, you know. And generally, I uh, I decide which shit to buy by the price of it. I mean, yeah, you know, if the, <laughs> the bottle looks cool, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this I, I can't lie. I this was halfway. This was halfway in between. This one was only like nineteen bucks or something that's like definitely that. Definitely a decent like um like a decent sipping whiskey. I wanted to get like Knob Creek or something like that, but that's, that's like thirty or forty good. bucks. Yeah. I'm like, eh. Pen Pendleton was only like twenty five or thirty. Pendleton's but that's good. supposedly pretty good stuff too. We have one rancher out west. He'll let us hunt on his ground if we bring him a bottle of Pendleton apiece. Really? Yeah, that's the that's, that's the a pretty good deal. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, what do you guys think? Uh what's what do you rate it out of five? I'd, I'd drink it. i I mean it wasn't bad. I'm not a big whiskey guy. Um Occasionally I like a scotch, but that's not bad at all. It'll get you drunk. I give it a four. It'll get you drunk. <laughs> I I would give it I give it a four and a half. Samuel L. Jackson's beer. It'll get you drunk. Because it it's it tastes good, and unlike most whiskeys, it doesn't have a real bad burn. You know, it doesn't. It's got a bit on the back end, yeah, it's but got a little bit, but it doesn't. It like, should be there for a whiskey. Doesn't make you want to go. <laughs> Right. You know, it doesn't make it <laughs> and and frankly, if it wasn't there, that'd be real dangerous because this is actually pretty good. So right. I'd yeah, I'd slam a few glasses up, and by the end of the podcast, you guys need a new host. I mean, more than you do. We kind of need a new we host anyway. Yeah, we need a new host. <laughs> yeah. Well. I, I think it's pretty good. The uh, sand, everybody, if you can't see, has slowed to a trickle though after he started drinking the whiskey. So <laughs> slowed the to a pile trickle. underneath of his chair isn't getting quite like as big. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, I'm a simple man. Give me a little bit of whiskey and I'll pep right up. I mean, give him some more whiskey. We might even reverse the flow of the sand. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I'll I'll have well, more. We don't don't, don't you worry. Back in there, so let's not do that. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you guys are hilarious. So um, yeah. Anyways, I don't think we've said it yet, but Johnson actually he pulled out a win on the life short live free range today. Yep. Um his home range, so I think he had an advantage, but yeah. I think I, honestly in the last couple of weeks I have been practicing with well, pistol shooting quite a bit. That's what you gotta do, man. That's that's good. Good for you. I was happy to see you win because after all those freaking weeks <laughs> you, you had like a freaking malfunction or just something that was yeah. that was rough. That was rough watching, man. It was that's rough right. watching. I mean well and the way I see it is I have to be able to battle through like the malfunctions and things like that and not just be like, Oh well, that sucks. I guess I lose again. Yeah. Pissed off about it like you did this week. Well, I'll tell you, you what. You thought that was going to be the case at one I'll point. I'll tell you what. If 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 you're ever in a gunfight and you have a malfunction, you are good to freaking go because you've dealt with <laughs> a lot of those. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I. No, I was happy. Yeah. I, happy. I, I, I don't like losing. And it's not like I just don't like losing to you guys. It's just that I get. I like all. I put on all this time and, and, and effort into it. And then when you. Well, I was shooting pretty well, you know, right in the, right in the thick of it. 
And then I just had a brain fart, and I, and I just up, missed the target, and that's a three-second penalty. And then uh, it's really the, funny that you missed that target too, because when I was doing my practice round, I even like, right, middle yeah. target, middle right. target. I'm like, yeah, oh, but shit, it's just it's right. and that's the thing when you add stress into a situation like this, and you add stress or being time and uh, competition, um, you tend to forget shit like that, and it you know it happens. But the thing is, I just hate. I hate freaking losing. Not not the fact that it's against you guys. Same. It's just a personal thing. I it just drives me nuts. Right, yeah. I hate it. But it is what it is, you know. And that's and that's that's you know it's a good thing, I suppose. But why is your dog trying to eat herself? She has allergies. Uh, she's all itchy. She's so she's been uh, yeah. Yeah, and after well, and the funny thing is, after the first stage, I was way down. Mm-hmm. Wait, we're, we're yeah, he two. was he was three seconds. Was three <laughs> three seconds, seconds behind now. me. I was three seconds behind. Well, behind you, everybody was pretty yeah, close around yeah. that seven and a half second mark. Well, yep. and I shot, I shot like a ten eighty five on the first round, and I think I beat second place by over two seconds today. Yeah, mm-hmm. your last run, we were all mm-hmm. me, saying or me, Toad, and Box. We were all within. You Toad and Box. box you are shit. Box. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I've had a sip of whiskey. I'm pretty drunk right now. You know, Box, with as much shit yeah. as you give me, you're not getting away with any freaking. I am totally aware. I'm, it's a pretty errors. constant thing about how terrible I am at talking and work. Anyways, us three here sitting on the couch, excluding Sam, we were all within just a few hundredths of a second going into the last round. And, and Toad or Johnson had a pretty great run on the last uh, one. And, Made a few, or made or made up a few seconds. I had a few us. goofs today too, like on the pistol AR stage. Everybody had their rounds racked, and then I totally forgot to rack one when I set my gun down. But I remembered it right after I hit the shot timer button, so there was nothing I could do. So I had <laughs> well, to rack around quick. And on the plus side, at least you knew. Yeah, and time and could prepare for it. Yeah, trigger, maybe a couple tenths, out. maybe a couple tenths of a second, you know. Yeah. But then That's better than on the seconds. on the AR stage. <clears throat> When uh, the shot timer went off, I pulled my gun up, tried to pull the trigger, and the f***ing safety was on, so it was like, crap. So, But I still managed a 1450 run, but if I could have done both of those things and had a round chambered and my safety off, it would have probably sped me up enough of you know tenths of seconds that I would have finally beat Box, and it yeah, didn't it happen. Was, what, three tenths? Three, three tenths of a second, yeah. yeah. Between you two? Like point yeah. three four. or no, something. No, I was like, like five or six three. seconds behind, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, and realistically, three of those seconds were because of a missed target. Right. So. Well, still counts. Still is, you know, still yeah. three seconds. But. I was happy, I mean, that I came from that far, but, you know, from roughly three seconds behind to two seconds up. That means I made five seconds up in two stages. I was pretty mm-hmm. happy with that. Yeah, that's why, you set, that's why you set the second stage up to be like super long so you can <laughs> make yeah, up right. time. It was, yeah, yeah. That's probably what he meant by practicing. He was out setting up specific <laughs> stages and running those stages. Yeah, and he was just... <laughs> so he ran that stage 50 times last week. <laughs> no, I have not set up any stages and I haven't, I haven't shot rifle at all until, you know, since last week or two weeks ago. But I did... I have done some pistol shooting. That's really the only thing I've done. I've run a couple of bill drills. I ran probably half a dozen bill drills, and I just went out and shot, you know, just had a couple steels hanging up and just kind of transitioned between targets and shot a little bit. I probably shot 200 rounds in the last two weeks as well, but still better than none. So. Yeah. I wish I had somewhere to go out and do that when I can practice on our yeah. 
I do it in my backyard every Free once time. in a while. Yeah. The body shop parking lot, they frown on that there or what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not big on the shooting in town, no. Just put a, yeah. just put a target on the back of a, of a car and you're yeah, good you're to like go. Yeah, but you're on the edge of town. It's so dumb because <laughs> we're technically aren't we're technically in city limits. Yeah. But then if we want to order pizza or something, like you're not in city limits. We're not gonna we're not gonna deliver to you. Yeah. So we're like, they won't the? bring you any. I think they recently changed it now. So like Jimmy John's and stuff will deliver out yeah. to us. But we're like right on. We're like 500 yards out of the city limits or something like that. Yeah. Technically, but stupid. Yeah. Well, well, at least you're not in Kingsley, and there's no such thing as food delivery here. Right. That's the one thing that I miss about living in Kansas City the most is, like, waking up on a Sunday, and you're like, hmm, I want Chinese. Well, I got to drive an hour round trip to get freaking Chinese, you know? Yeah, and then, well, so you go on over and get it, and then the, the half an hour drive home seems like, you know, an hour and a half, because you you're smelling that delicious food, and you're just like, oh, yeah. I can't wait to get home. Yeah, well, my wife just posted something on facebook about that like oh i really wish i could have buffalo wild wings you know and she's like or my her uncle posted on you know replied to her and was like oh i can just have that delivered to my house anytime did you see my thanks for rubbing it in yeah did you see my reply make your husband go get some and then have him grab me some too thanks Well, you know, like, dude, said, and what a prick that you didn't go get it for. She's a pregnant woman, and you didn't go get it for she her. She never once asked me to go get it for That's because she knew you would have said, yeah, no, f*** you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I, I'm usually pretty good about when she wants something. I'll usually so what kind of what kind of weird ass crate? Has she had any of the weird shit yet, like pickle and mayonnaise? No, she's, uh, anything she likes, um... Like meat, like she'll want like hamburger steaks, ribs. You are a freaking pervert. And I didn't, immediately start giggling. I, I didn't say anything. Meat. I didn't, you are a pervert. I didn't say anything. I just, but I just she, grinned. Excuse me. So that was she listens thing. to this too, and she's gonna hate you. That was the same thing. She'll probably her, laugh at it with Wyatt, our son Wyatt. She had cravings for that stuff, but she likes spicy food. Like she's been craving spicy. Huh. Um, but nothing, nothing real weird that I've noticed. Those Take Five candy bars. Mm-hmm. Boy, I should have bought stock in Hershey's. Cause she goes through them things like they're going out of style. I go open the door again. He quit. Done, Mullen. Sounds uh, like I, I don't see him out there. It's yeah. hotter than balls I'm in here. Yeah, I didn't. I don't think I, it's I'm even. It's comfortable. It's a little warm. I guess I we could crack the door open. Probably but... that thermal shirt probably doesn't help. <laughs> or the the thermal long johns I have underneath. Or the the thermal. <laughs> you wore long johns? It was fifty some degrees this morning when I woke up. There's no, it was like to be in the sixties. Well, the oh. the the actual the natural insulation he's got probably doesn't help either. But. <laughs> well, true. He's like, what are you, Sam? you calling me fat? <laughs> no. I will fucking I stab you in the jugular. <laughs> so violent. Yeah, I'll be the beer bitch. So. And maybe that's what he's really hey, down about. I set him right next to you so you didn't have to Yeah, that was awful nice of you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank I you. I couldn't help but notice they're not in a cooler or a fridge, though. They're still cold. They're nice and Don't cold worry, here. Sam. We'll drink warm beer so we won't inconvenience you. I remember a time when you told me you preferred warm beer. Yeah, that was when I was like 18 years old <laughs> and just yeah. wanted to slam it as fast as I could. <laughs> I, uh, I drank. I'm a grown up now, Sam. Do you still get carded two. for cigarettes? 
<laughs> I don't buy cigarettes. <laughs> I drank two Otherwise, I probably would. Yesterday. I was working on the chicken coop, and I like brought a beer down, set it in the... I had it in a koozie. It was just sitting there on the tailgate of my pickup. I was working on the chicken on the run for the chickens, and like maybe an hour later, I was like, oh, man, I could really use a drink of a beer. Picked it up, pissed warm up. Screw it, I'm drinking it anyways, you know. Oh, yeah. Why it came down. I was like, hey, buddy, before you get all the way down here, will you go into the fridge and get me a beer? Okay. Comes down with two beers. Because <laughs> lately, his thing has been to bring me two. And so he... Well, you asked for one. He probably figures two is even better. Yeah, so he comes running down. Dad, I got you two beers again. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. So I put one in the koozie, let it sit there, set the other one, you know, opened it, took a drink of it while it was cold, set it there. Sure, shit, it was another hour later before I took another drink of it. Piss warm again. I was like, <laughs> oh, i got to quit two in this. I need to just take a break and just get you and Get you one of those, like, $40 Yeti koozies, and it keeps it nice and cold. Or you could go to Walmart and get one, one for, for $4. Christmas. I got one for Christmas a couple of years ago, one of those Yeti can koozies. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever used it. It's such a pain in the ass to unthread the top, you know, screw off the top. No, oh, it's just a horrible pain. I know. Absolutely. It's terrible. I, I don't know. I've always used, like, the regular neoprene ones. I think I have about 146 koozies at my house. Oh, yeah. So I, that seems like way more work than... All of the other options that I have. If you uh, hit, how old are you? 28. 29. Yeah. If you hit 20. Holy shit, I am 29. If you hit that age Jeez. and, and that you don't. The same have... thing happened to me when I was 29. I thought I was 28 for a year. And I was like, wait. <laughs> no, I, if I, you hit. Sounds like 35. Yeah, yeah, I'm 34. Thank you very much. Oh, balls. No. 85? 85, yes. Thank you very much. Um, but if you hit that age, Johnson, and you don't have like you know at least forty koozies in your in your koozie drawer, you might right. want to you might want to you know, like what are you doing with your life? Well, really? my bar has like a whole shelf in the bar that's loaded with koozies. So if anybody needs a koozie in my house, yeah, we got you covered. You don't got to bring. Koozies. Shit, there might be forty koozies in my car. <laughs> Possibly another forty in my pickup. Is that like a Midwest thing? So I'm I gave you shit this morning. On the range for having a koozie in your back pocket. And you're like, what self-respecting Iowan doesn't just have a koozie on them? Is that just like a Midwest thing? Like no, I think that's just a... koozies? No, I think that's probably... I, well, I, I don't know. I've I think lived it's more of a Midwest, rural so. thing yeah. than just Midwest thing. Well, because well, I mean, somebody... To... Like, on the weekends, most times on the weekends, I shove a, a koozie in my pocket. Because more times than not, I'm going to be drinking a beer somewhere. Yeah. And I don't want to not use a koozie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. God forbid your you're hand fragile. gets cold in the 10 life. minutes it takes you to kill that 12 ounce can. I just want to let you know that when we're done with this, I'm going to trim these hairs around your ears that are four times as long as. No, I, I cut my hair specifically to leave those hairs that oh, long. Yeah, it, it does. It's a new style. Sorry, I just looked over and saw like <laughs> four or five hairs that are like an inch long next Quit. to your ear. Gazing at right. me longingly. <laughs> Alright, so we're gonna move on to like yeah, actually talk this, about eh? something other than our ram beer koozies. Or just ramblings. <laughs> the fascinating that. world of koozies. <laughs> it's pretty fascinating. Hey, but I've and, been entertained this whole time. Oh, yeah, me too. But, but uh, trying to entertain anyways, you. I wanted to talk about um uh <laughs> Colt. Colt stopped uh manufacturing ARs for the civilian market. 
Um, and the reasoning behind it was, well, the, so much overreaction. Yeah, the re, the the reasoning behind this is this, the civilian market is saturated, which it hundred freaking percent oh, is. I agree with that, but I think and, that was a scapegoat. Well, they have other contracts that they need to fill, anyways. Military, right. uh, um, LEO contracts. Yeah. Um. So it's like, why would they even bother? And frankly, I don't remember the last time I've seen a Colt AR around anyways. I know, I know mm. a lot of people that swear by Colt ARs, and they build great ARs. I'm sure. Don't get me wrong. I have heard their quality has fallen significantly, yes. though, and recently. I, I really think... I really think that was, like, a secondary thing for them to be, like, you know, they're they're going to cease production of civilian market ARs. And I think when everybody was like, well, what the hell? Why are you getting... You know, like, thinking they're anti-gun now. And it's like... That's what bothers me most is people just see the headline and they're like, oh, I'm never buying from Colt again. Yeah. Bother yeah, reading like, the freaking uh, article first, they, man. They filed bankruptcy in, what, 2015? Not long ago. 2016. And it's like, well, all of our money, all of our real profit is made in government contracts. And there's 180 different companies manufacturing ARs for the civilian market right now. Mm-hmm. How about we quit trying to spend, you know, $4 million a year to make $1.2 million a year on civilian market ARs. How about we quit losing all that money every year and, you know, focus on getting our government contracts back. Right. You know, and I think that's, I think that's where their head was at. Their head is at trying to keep the business alive and making money. Well, business wise, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I think everybody just jumped on it as, Oh my God! I can't believe Colt would stop producing ARs for civilians. That's an anti-Second Amendment. I can't believe they would make a wise business decision. Right? How so, dare they? Yeah, and I I seen a guy so in a dumb. a guy posted in one of the groups, and he's like, I just can't believe Colt would do this. And if they're if they're if they're not supporting the civilian market and the Second Amendment, then I'm not gonna. And he had this whole long rant. If they weren't supporting I'm the like, Second Amendment, they wouldn't be making rifles. Right. And then the other thing the other thing I saw was um March for Our Lives at Twitter um put out a they they linked to this article and it says, Guys, it's really happening. We're winning. Colt stopping civilian uh ARs and I'm like, Really? Do you have any clue? And I bet you if you spoke to whoever put that tweet out and ask him if they had any clue how many people in the how many companies in the in the States manufacture ARs. Yeah. I don't even know. It's gotta be a ridiculous amount. It's probably it's it's probably more than that because you got. But there's tons of small time ones doing. Yeah, because I could get a manufacturer's license and 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 do it myself. Um, so I'm sure there's lower blanks and. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and there's a lot of people do that do that. that, How um, many how many manufacturers of lower blanks are there? I know there's not that many. The forge lowers. Isn't there like, well, between like forge and cast aluminum? There's not that many. Isn't there like five or six companies that basically make all the lowers and then. Everybody else, right? Buys them, brands them, right? Right, pretty That's much. Um, buys them I, basically at like the at the probably previous to the eighty percent. Yeah, um, probably a fifty percent. Right, somewhere in that ballpark, yeah. and then go from I there. I think I've seen a video on that, and you guys can do some research on that too. Like, take a look and like search for some videos or articles or something, because I'm pretty sure there's some. There's I've seen a video on somebody like comparing lowers and stuff and like doing some research as far as who buys lowers from who mm-hmm. and i, I want to say there's like 
I know there's less than 10. Yeah, there's not very many. Companies that basically manufacture all the lowers, you know, do the base right. casting or forging of them. That's, that's why I got a crack. That's why I get a, a chuckle out of guys on online that like Anderson. Anderson like, yeah. oh, they're total shit. Why would you ever get what one of those? Because they use the same freaking blanks. Yeah, they use the same freaking blanks as some of the higher end shit. It's just completely about quality control there. You know, right. and if you're not going to, it's, it's however they finish them. And, and, and I'll tell you what, I've, I've done hundreds of, I've, I've, uh, coded, which in, <laughs> entails disassembling, coding and, and reassembling hundreds of ARs at this point and dozens of Andersons. <laughs> and I've not ran across one Anderson yet that has been out of spec. Yeah. And, uh, sorry well, guys. What? And it happens. It happens, but I think that happens with everything. Box. I'm not saying are you about high to harp quality. on the poverty pony? ARs? I'm not saying. No, he high... just said there hasn't been one that's out of spec. I don't want you to say that because it's not like you're taking a mic to everything and checking if it's in spec. I'm, I'm that's saying not, they that's haven't not been fair. out of spec to the point where there's been. Something if there's something that you can't fit back into the rifle, <laughs> no, there's so, been several. So there's been there's been other manufacturers which I won't name at this point that have been out of spec to the point where ooh, I have to. You know, they don't physically work with the lower parts kit. There's something screwed up there that's and it wasn't an it wasn't an Anderson. Um so what I'm saying is if the, well, the some lower parts don't work with other if parts, the lower is in spec, known. it's gonna run. If they have okay, say you have a, a Bravo company manufacturer, you know, BCM lower, you have an Anderson lower, you put the same parts kit in it. If they're both in spec, they're both gonna run the same. Sorry. One ain't gonna freaking just all of a sudden right. stop running. You know, that's just how it is. And you get you get these people that that this illusion that, oh, it's got a, it's a freaking Anderson. It's going to break in half or just stop, stop functioning. No, it's not. You dumbass. That's not how this works. If right. they have the same parts in them, they're well, going to run the same. And like, especially on a lower, there's so little stress on a lower receiver to an AR-15. Right. There's really not that much going on. The only thing no. that you're really going to see stress on is the threaded portion for the buffer tube. Right. That's really the only time you're going to have an issue. That's and like, any that's issues that polymer lowers mm -hmm. because of they have you know failures at the buffer tube where they're going to rip the threads out. You yep. know. I run on two of my rifles. I have James Madison tactical polymer lowers, and I haven't had an issue yet. And I don't know how many rounds I have through that 223. That I built. That was the first AR that I built, and that was an 80%. I built that James Madison polymer, and there's not like a metal thread insert in the in the buffer tube housing or anything, you know, where it threads in. There's no metal insert or anything. It's all just polymer. But hmm. I haven't haven't had a single issue. And I think we might have got a little off topic here, guys. We were talking yeah, sorry, about Colt. Colt. <laughs> and I think Toad might have had something to say a while back. I did. <laughs> he forgot what it but was. <laughs> no, nah, I remember what it is, but it's not important. So <laughs> let's go on to the. I mean, we can all agree that Colt I, yeah. made a wise business Colt business decision. Wise, wise business. They're not business. selling us out or anything like that. Yeah. You know, it's it's a company that's thing because a lot of people think they're selling out. You right. know, and, and they're not because, like you said, they they did file for bankruptcy, and, and Colt is. One of the longest-running manufacturers of firearms in the United States. There's a saying that God made man, but Sam Colt made him equal. Right. You know, the Colt peacemaker. But, I mean, 
and Sam said it too. I don't remember the last time I actually saw a Colt AR. I think the last time I saw one was a couple years ago. Dunham's had one in the case, but Shields doesn't carry them. Fleet doesn't carry them. You know, yeah. I don't see them in small gun shops. They are more geared towards military and law enforcement. They always have been. Right. I mean, and that's. I think that's just their business decision. Because yeah. honestly, that's where they make their money. Yeah, is on for law sure. Enforcement and military contracts, and yep. I don't blame them for doing what they no, do. No, and and you don't ever see Colt pistols in the shelves anymore. They they discontinued their revolver series a long time ago, if I remember correctly. Because I don't remember the last time I saw a Colt pistol or revolver anywhere. Yeah, they're, mm, they're, they're still, still making their 1911s. 1911. I just, I just did that's, one. The that's other, about it. But, I just did uh, one of those the other day. Actually, my my and, uncle and used to. To be honest, to God, truthful, the Colt 1911s are some of the best 1911s you can buy. Yeah, I think. Like I think, I know this is going way off topic, but how do you guys feel about Kimber 1911s? They're junk. Not a fan. All I know is what I've heard. I Not think they're a fan. garbage with a good name. I think yep. they do a good job marketing and they do a good job. Well, like... Alex has one. He cannot shoot anything but high dollar um, self defense really rounds through it. The freaking it won't run anything else. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell is the point of a gun that won't run anything? Yeah. So well, and that's funny because like that buddy of mine that had that Rock Island Armory 1911 and 10 mil mm-hmm. that we put that sight base on. Mm-hmm. He runs cheap ass ammo through that thing all the time. Runs like a champ. And you look at a Kimber 1911. I hear that all the time. It's oh, I have to feed it with quality ammo, or it doesn't want to run. Yep. It's like this dude bought a six-inch barrel, 10 millimeter Rock Island Armory 1911, and that thing runs like a champ on steel case blazer. You know, like. Right. And you know. you spend a thousand dollars, twelve hundred dollars on some freaking. Yeah. 1911 that you can't shoot anything but two dollar around ammo right. out of i want a I want a colt delta elite 10 millimeter yeah those are freaking sweet i would agree used to have a matching pair of them and he used to take them out hunting all the time and i remember like i think i was like nine nine or ten maybe and he had one out of my grandma's house because i think he was living in texas at the time he was still down in Dallas. He might have been in LA. I don't know. But he brought one out to my grandma's one time and let me shoot it. That 10 millimeter Delta mm. Elite. And I was like, that thing was badass. Just like super smooth, you know, like Colt builds a super high quality 1911. Yeah, that one I just had in the shop here recently. It seemed like a pretty solid just gun. Buttery smooth. Well, you're, you're really digging that whiskey, aren't you, bud? That's yeah, pretty good. I think it's pretty good too, honestly. I, Actually, I'm gonna put a splash of water in here just to. Did I bring in one? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Like I said, I had that in college. I bought a bottle of that in college. So what's this? Um, God, what's this? All over the place. Pistol. What's the stabilizing <laughs> brace for pistols you want to talk saying. about, Sam? Um, these new. We had that conversation on the uh the I'm Facebook. Argue the shit out of this. The Facebook page the <laughs> other day. Um, this new trend of putting stabilizer. Um, braces on pistols, which is it's not new for um, the ARs and, and and things like that. But um, recently, there's been a lot of um, entries into this, into the uh, stabilizing stabilizing braces for like Glocks and stuff like that. And then this latest one was a Flux. It's almost like chassis. I kind of like that right. Flux, kinda. though. Right. You know, there's quite a there's quite a few like it's like a full. I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. Like a full housing that you basically put your pistol in and kind of lock it in. 
Yeah. And you're just using the trigger and the grip of your pistol as for one hand, and then the rest, it's kind of like Right, and this flux deal, it looked like, I mean, I could see there's benefits and, and negatives to it both ways. Um, but the biggest thing I saw, a lot of guys were arguing, well, what's it, you know, what's it accomplish? It doesn't, uh, I wouldn't, you know, it's kind of a, it's, it's like a midway in between your, it's not a, it's, it's not a freaking primary weapon system. It's just not, but it's also a step above a secondary weapon system as your, as your pistol, because it does, if you have a red dot and an actual stabilizing, um, well, some of them you can get SPR stocks on it or brace accomplishes the same thing. Um, but if you can use that and hit, um, 50, 75, hundred yards out a lot more easily than you can with a pistol, you know, why not? Um, so it does, I think it serves a purpose. It would serve like, say if you were in, it's in a range bag or, you know, that you just throw on your truck or a backpack or something like that. I can see this, the, the, I can see the benefits to it. I'm not saying it's for everyone and you shouldn't go out and buy this cause it's freaking expensive, but I can see the benefits to it. Box, what? I see you're just you're just yeah, chomping so, at the bit to argue. Oh, what you say it's good for a backpack or a bug out bag or something. What is the advantage over that of that over a carbine? Over I can't fit a carbine a, in a little bag. Why not? Why can't you fit a ten and a half inch AR pistol in your in your bug out bag? Say you could even get a foldable I'm not saying, stock. I'm not saying bug out. Why? Bags. I'm saying like you Why could have, you have this to be so a, confrontational all the time. You, you could have this in a messenger I'm bag. I'm pretty amped up about this. You could have this I in know. a messenger bag when you're walking through the mall or Walmart or wherever like that. Because okay, okay, l- let me ask Box. You're confronted with an active shooter situation. This some dude has an AR. What would you rather have? A pistol or a, I want a stabilized? What's going to be on my waistline at that time? Because that's going to take a half a second to draw. But in a shooter You're situation, fast? most of the time, oh, yeah. most of the time, Whatever. okay, in like say, let's say in Walmart, some dude opens fire in the front. There's oh, 15% of the people are in the front of that store. The other 85% can hear it or in our Another around. question. What? How many times do you walk into the mall with a fucking messenger bag, Sam? I'm just <laughs> you saying. You carrying I'm a just purse? Saying, you certainly can. Why not? You can. It's then why not? Okay carry something that is ballistically superior to your pistol. Why not? Why, if you're walking through the... If you think you need to be carrying a carbine and you don't think a pistol is enough, why would you carry a pistol on a carbine platform? So what's the difference between that? Why and not? What, what, why? So you're saying you're saying that, that the 9mm is just not a good enough round and you gotta have a, a, like a 5.56 or 300 blackout or something. If I feel I need a carbine, hell yeah, I would much rather have a two twenty three or five. Yes, but why not? And th- this is the thing that pisses me off about this. Everybody's just completely, well, this is stupid, this is dumb, I don't see any reason for it, and, and shut it all down. I'm not like, saying I don't see any reason for it. I'm saying, I'm saying there's a, ab- a very, very limited market for it. Yes, there is. I'm like not saying that it's not. 25 people. <laughs> I would bet you that they sell the shit out of them. Probably, but for nothing more than a gimmicky range toy. Who cares? I applaud innovation, and I can certainly see some instances where it's useful. So for the flux, the one that is a rapid deploy right. flux deal, that I really, I have a hard time seeing a lot of necessity for that. 
because in a self-defense situation, if I'm taking shots at 100 yards, it's probably not self-defense. In an no. active in an active shooter situation, okay, things get a little gray area. Right. As far as that goes. But to me like a home invasion or something? No. Okay, any of them, any of them like the Ronies, like they're on like the third generation of the Roni, right? Mm-hmm. Or the Flux or anything like that. Would my wife feel a lot more comfortable shouldering like a Glock and, you know, having something short and compact? Absolutely. Yes, that that she would. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. He is kind of short and compact. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Go on. She doesn't shoulder me, okay? Shabra, we're but, so sorry. Okay. Would would my wife feel more would a would a female trying to with a home intruder? Would a female feel more comfortable with a carbine platform or a shoulder brace platform versus just a pistol? Hundred yes. percent. Would a ten and a half inch AR with a law folder accomplish the same thing and still be like a nightstand gun or something like that. Yes. What's gonna? Do you have ear protection on your nightstand? No. Is a ten and a half inch five five six gonna be a hell of a lot more concussive than a nine millimeter? Yes. Yeah. So to me, the only thing that I. Not the only thing. A range toy, yes. Uh, active shooter, maybe. A self-defense thing, no. A home invasion thing, yes, I can kind of see it. Um, like, my wife stays at home. She doesn't. She works at home, right? So she's at home all the time. Somebody tries to come in the house. She's going to feel a lot more comfortable with the Glock that she always shoots if she's got, like, that flux or... A Roni chassis or any of the well, six see, other ones that they make, and that's, he's going to feel a lot more comfortable shouldering that, and be a lot more comfortable firing and you know, getting shots on target. You, you know, know what I mean? She, you know, with that scenario you just proposed, she doesn't have any need for anything like that because you have a Dave. Well, that, <laughs> he has proven himself once before on Home Intruders, has he not? Yes, he has. He is. <laughs> shredded somebody that with ill intent that has come into our house he's I, a good boy <laughs> will not disagree that there he did his job but in the case that dave is no longer around yep gotcha feel more comfortable i was just as would she mm. you know and so now okay so speaking of that so and, and you mentioned like the home invasion thing this is a little off topic but it's something i've kind of been curious about i know personally in my house, I will say this before, and I don't have any kids and I don't have any pets. Um, there is a gun in just about every room of my home right. um, that's loaded, but I have three in my bedroom. Yeah. And I live in the middle of nowhere, you know, and police response time out there is well, pretty long. So, I yeah. mean, my personal favorite for home defense is always going to be a shotgun. Like, hands down. I've I've got the 870 with buckshot next to the bedroom door. There's an AR-15. Mm, and yeah, but for a female, it's not quite as easy to. She raises very good with shotguns. Most females. Yeah. But yeah. I I don't know. There's something to be said about under the stress of really having to get a gun and defend yourself in your home. 
a shotgun probably is a good choice just for the fact of you don't have to have the fundamentals. They don't have to be there. You know, mm. you can just kind of hip shoot the son bitch and at least get close enough to clip him and, you know, make him think twice about what the hell he's well, doing. Well, that but... depends on your house. Right. Because we all know a shotgun at 10 feet, there's not a whole lot of spread there. Right. But you're probably with a at 10 feet with a shotgun, even hip shooting, you're probably going to be close enough you're making contact. Mm, not, not necessarily, but yeah, I see what you're saying. I think I think on the majority of time, most people, even hip shooting, grabbing a 12 gauge, meet at that door, gonna make contact. Right. Um, um, I don't know. With as far as the braced pistols and like the flux and the Roni and all that stuff, I think it would be a good thing for untrained people to feel more comfortable in a home defense scenario yeah and as far as this flux situation i'm not saying that that's the best option and that frankly i, I watched a review on a tactical toolbox did and it's not quite long enough it seems like to visit to really quite mm -hmm. um but i've i've said for years and i'll always say it i applaud innovation so everything every generation of these that we keep seeing they're going to get better and better and better to the point you know and and frank it's making it's making the uh uh, the NFA obsolete at this point, which I 100% am behind. So I just, every time there's an innovation like this, hell yeah, I'm going to applaud it. And we'll just, you know, I like yeah. to, I like to see that stuff. So that's and, why and I argue passionately the, on the side of that sort of thing. So you talk about the tactical toolbox video on it. Was that the same video where he kind of went over all the different? Hey, this one was focused. This one was focused more on the flux. He did okay. cover a few of them. Because I, I saw a video that he did about, um, like the different generations of the Roni and a couple other like Glock chassis that he's got, and he was he was talking about the pros and cons. Some were folding, some weren't. Some had a trigger cover on them. Some didn't. You know, it's a it's a good informative video about things like the Roni and other competitors and you know right comparative items um right so if you guys are interested in looking at something to for as far as a like glock pistol brace and things like that um check out tactical toolboxes video on it. he did a really good in-depth video of what was good what was bad what he liked what he didn't like so. yeah he's uh he's got some pretty good videos on all sorts of things so yeah. um so why don't we sum up that just real quick, Sam. Obviously, you are all for piston, the pistol braces. Toad, you like I, them or are you? I kind of dug the flux, but I think the Ronies are ugly as sin. Okay, myself, I, I will commend the flux and say it is considerably better, or I like it better, anyways. Even though I haven't got my hand on it, than the the Roni. The Roni, I just think, is ridiculous. Johnson, I, my opinion is the flux is good. Um, for the fact that it can be quickly deployed and it's not always deployed, deployed. <laughs> uh, like a Roni. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not, right. it's not, you don't have to have it in that configuration all the time. So you can still shoot it like a regular pistol. Um, and if you need it for a longer shot, you can deploy it and have a brace. Um, as far as the stabilized pistol as a concept, I think it would be good for an untrained shooter in a self or like a home invasion situation i think that would 
be sure. a good option versus building like a pistol caliber carbine or yeah and uh is that good enough uh okay yeah all right I, we're moving on yeah we're gonna talk about we're gonna skip over this next subject and talk about uh, what i got and what i want i see boxes this is this year what i got um what he wanted and now got yeah what, i what did he want it. and now, he, now he's got he's got it yeah, anyways, I've always been... I carry appendix, of course, with the holster that I made from my time at Shyworks. But I always wanted an extra mag with me. I wouldn't really like that anyway. So now I bought what is called the Fil the Filster Flex. It's really just... It's kind of... I want to call it rubber, but I'm pretty sure that's not it. It's kind of rubber backer that attaches to your holster. And it's, it's almost like a canvas. I can't remember what they call it. It's some weird ass name. I'm not yeah. gonna lie, but yeah, it comes with. It's got a, all these holes in it. It's just a backer, a thin layer of this rubber type stuff, and it's it comes this size comes. I don't know. It's probably eight, ten inches long, maybe. Which was <laughs> <laughs> right. Which I'll is throw, it. guys. I'll throw up a picture of this of the of the backer. That he's talking about on the podcast yeah. that you guys are watching on YouTube. How much was that out of curiosity, the backer there? Well, I bought the backer itself. The flex itself is, I want to say, $37, $30 like that. And uh, I got a mag carrier with a universal mag carrier, so I ended up paying like $70 for this whole thing. Which break the bank at all no i mean if you already got a holster that you like and you want to be carrying an extra mag carrier well i don't really use it as intended i mean yeah i could definitely carry that mag carrier on my belt without this thing but it just adds a little bit more stability to i mean it's it attaches to the attachment points on my current holster and then you can bolt pretty much whatever i mean it's got molly attach attachments on it and a bunch of holes so you can screw stuff to it Really, it's meant to be used so you can carry, say, a mag carrier or a tourniquet holder or a knife on your waistline inside your belt without actually attaching it to your belt. It's 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 kind of handy for me, but I just I uh, I use it just to carry an extra mag a mag on my on my person. So I cut off three four inches of it because it was just a little bit too big for me. But it is it adds a little comfort too, stability and comfort. For me, anyways, I I love it. I think it was well worth the money. It's a lot more flexible than having a Kydex holster yeah. that has an, a mag carrier. Yep. As part of it, because a lot of those Kydex holsters, they are bent a little bit, you know, to kind of contour your body. Mm -hmm. That have you know the holster for the pistol and for an extra mag, but they're, I mean, Kydex is rigid enough that it's not gonna bend with you and you know flex a whole lot. So I think that is a good thing as far as flexibility goes and comfort goes that it moves with you a lot better than yep. than a kydex holster that has the main carrier yeah and it's kind of a nice little softening backer to the kydex yeah. too i mean it's not a whole lot but it's definitely noticeable i right. i love it i mean it was kind of weird getting used to it for the first day or so and it's kind of a pain in the ass to put on in the morning <laughs> not gonna lie but i love it it's great carrying it throughout the day it, it does feel almost like a rubberized like canvas or yeah something. it like does heavy like and a i've canvas, i've come across that material before but uh i do not know the name of it i'll try and find it here who anybody what about anybody else Does anybody else got anything that they I got, I got enjoy that new, um holster from qbo tactical 
that light bearing holster. Um, and I got a new range belt. I went and just on the midway and got like a, I think they called their stage one competition belt. Um, so it's got like an inner, inner belt that's got like the loop side to Velcro. Um, and then an outer belt that's a real heavy nylon belt with like a piece of UHMW plastic in it. Um, that has the hook side to the Velcro. Um, and basically it's, it's just a real, real rigid holster that, or belt that will basically hold up a holster. Um, Sam and I kind of did a little comparison this morning out <laughs> on the range where he was kind of holding his belt up and it was even just without anything on it, it was kind of folding a little bit. And I had my belt with the holster on it with a pistol in it and the thing still stayed I will, I will say, though, there is a difference in stiffness for what you want for a competition belt like oh, yours and an EDC belt like absolutely. what me and Sam wear. Yep, I agree. Absolutely. But, yeah, um, Sam's is pretty pathetic. It's I've had it for <laughs> It's getting wore out. Yeah. It was pretty stiff when I first bought it. It could right. you know, withstand that, but I've worn it for years and years now. And it's right. I mean, I got that when I started first started carrying. So that's yeah. been years ago now. Um, that I got that, and then I got that uh, QBO tactical holster um, for the light bearing polymer 80. I actually had a little bit of a difficult time finding somebody who would make a holster for a polymer 80 with a light on it. Not a lot of people build holsters for those. I don't know if it's because most people are building holsters for concealed carry, and everybody's like, well, you shouldn't be carrying a polymer 80, which I would agree with, but. I could not. I had a hard time finding holsters for polymer eighty with a light, but I, I'm real happy with with what I got. It's the retention was good. Yeah, it seems holster. like a nice holster. Um, I'm happy with it. I mean, it was a it was a little pricey, but I think the quality was there to justify. You really do get what you pay for when it comes to yeah. to holsters. And I, don't I, skimp. I think I I don't like the paddle attachment that it comes with. I mean, the paddle's good. I just don't like paddles. You know, there there was a holster company a while back. Um, Wonder where this the is guy going. guy made awesome holsters. I had <laughs> one. And uh, just one day decided he wanted to be an a-hole and not make holsters <laughs> Be an a-hole, anymore. yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was him. It was this guy right here. This, right. So as far as, as far as what I want, the rest of that belt I want to put together, uh, I want to get a Safari Land QLS-like fork system for that holster so I can switch out holsters as I get holsters for my other pistols and stuff. I want to be able to just clip those in and have that fork on those. Um, but also I need to get some mag carriers. That's the stuff that I want to get is I need some mag carriers as far as AR mag carriers and pistol mag carriers. I need to order some of those. But just kind of getting out like a little range belt set up for when we do our range days and stuff. And I would... Honestly, I'd like to shoot some actual like three gun or USPSA. Uh, I was gonna say you're going full competition belt setup, and that's gonna be yeah. kind of spendy. Yeah, and, and honestly, that belt I think was like thirty bucks. The mag carriers and stuff are fairly inexpensive. It'll be less than sixty bucks for. But then you got the Safari, Safari Land stuff, and that the Safari, Safari Land, QLS, they don't no, mess around. The fork. The fork and the receiver together is under fifty bucks. 
to just get the fork and the receiver. But I mean, I'll have to get more forks for more. Yeah. For more holsters, but it'll just be a good attachment point that I can. I don't have to, because I just hate paddles. I, yeah. There's too much movement in a paddle for me. I don't like it. But um, I guess it depends on how many mag carriers you're carrying. But I was gonna have. I, but if you're I was just using a, uh... a double pistol mag carrier and a single rifle mag carrier, but either way, um, yeah, I'd like I would like to shoot a few actual competitions. I want to get into more actual three gun matches or USPSA matches and stuff. Um, I know there's Northwest Iowa tactical shooters, mm-hmm. and I'd like to get in with those guys and actually shoot a few matches. So that's something that I'm moving forward that I would like to do. So I kind of want to get the setup ready for that. So I have something to go shoot with those guys. Toad, what do you got? What do you want? Um, as far as I got, I ain't got nothing. I bought a bunch of ammo yesterday, but, uh, wants this week, I'm going to order, um, some parts from mechanic. They finally started to make a few accessories for those. It took quite a while. They've been out for a couple of years and, there wasn't really a whole lot of people making, you know, things for them. But uh, I did find a company, and for the life of me, I can't remember what their name was. But uh, I've got it saved. And they make... Um, it's flared magwells, and uh, they're heavy. They're like, you can get different weights to balance out your gun to eat some of the recoil and everything. And um, they also make mag extensions, which it's... It's kind of funny because if you buy their magwell, the factory mag extensions that came in those magazines will not work. Really? No. Um, you can make them work. You have to modify them a little bit, but they yeah, sell. I think I'd make a mag ex- a magwell that would fit a factory mag. But... Yeah. But... Why they can sell more mag extensions well, this way? Yeah. That's exactly that's the thing. They they but they purely they turn down. Because, it's oh I can't use my factory mag. Screw it, that. Thing. It's purely a business decision. Yeah. But they make uh, plus four mag extensions, and then they make another one. It's a plus nine, so it wow. basically gives your canic twenty eight rounds. And it's like that's a sh- you know ton of a nine millimeter in there, you know. But uh, twenty nine rounds is pretty serious. Yeah. If you want to eat up some recoil, I'll just pack more rounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, don't if you want more recoil reduction, don't you want the weight on the front of the gun? You would think. That's the other but thing. I don't, that's like, too, well, don't most people run like tungsten recoil rods? Yeah. And shit like that. Keep more weight on the front of the gun. But. Of course, it's more weight in your hand. It, it yeah. It, act as a I mean, it's probably more hand. effective up front, but I'm sure it lot definitely of, doesn't I think hurt a lot of recoil. I think a lot of recoil control, too, is training. I've been watching oh, a lot, of, a lot of videos that, on that lately, and that's that why I've been, that's why I've been changing up my grip lately, and, um, um, especially clamping down a lot harder on the gun, I think, yeah. and that I think that really helps. Yeah. Um, because my last few build drills I did out there were, I did one in under three seconds, which is killing it for me. I mean, usually yeah. I'm like five or six seconds. You know, I'm horrible at that. Yeah. Um, but anyways, the, the what I what I want or what I got lately was a new Vetter holster for my P80. Nothing special, just a paddle holster. Um, you know. Just another holster, nothing, nothing super great. I might do a review, short review on it. Um, but what I want is I'm gonna get some new, um, some new mag carriers. Um, 
I'm gonna get well. I'm gonna get a uh, the the Neo Mag um, for when I'm actually carrying um, out in the world. Um, but then I'm also gonna get. I wanted the new or not the new, but those G Code Scorpion. Um, um, you know, they're kind of like a a Kydex and and uh, help me out here, nylon and the uh, yeah. the 550 cord. Yeah. Um, but I decided for strange reason that I'm going to buy the knockoff brands um, off of Amazon for the one reason was I just want to review them and just see how shitty they are. If I don't like them, I'll just buy G-Co. They're not, they're, you know, like 16 bucks, 15, 16 bucks. Yeah. Um, but box mentioned, we wanted to, we wanted to start buying, you know, this little shit off Amazon, you know, and seeing, right. and there was a lot of guys that were actually had some pretty good reviews of them. I mean, so I'm just going to see if well, they're decent. That, that could mean absolutely nothing. Right. <laughs> but, this could but, be guys that have shot a gun twice in their life and be like, wow, yeah. it fits a magazine. It's great. Well, yeah, it, might be to, it might be total shit. But, you know, like I said, it's only 15, 16 yeah. bucks, whatever. If I don't like them, I'm just going to buy it. Actually, I'll probably end up buying um, the G-Codes down the, li- down the line anyway when I get my... Mm-hmm. Eventually, I want to start setting up a... Uh, a whole a vest and everything, um, and I'll, I'm sure I'll buy G codes for that. But um, a little chest rig action. Yeah, just because you are such an operator. I know, right? <laughs> I'm hardcore, <laughs> yo. I'm hard. I'm hard. <laughs> Operator's gonna operate. No, it's just something that I that I want. I've I've wanted it for a long time. Living out and, those Red Dawn fantasies, you, are you? You're damn right. I have a small penis. I gotta do something. So, uh, <laughs> are you going like full, like? plate carrier with a chest rig on it or are you just talking like chest yeah rig plate, carrier. Carriers? Plate, car- like plate carrier yeah yeah eventually carry dinner plates it. i just have hmm? really never dinner plates oh yeah <laughs> dinner plates. <laughs> no, that's fine china like a plate carrier and you know like getting some for chabray and wyatt you know well, it's I gotta like, you gotta be ready for the point, purge man that's gonna happen at eventually that point, it's like what do i really think is gonna happen Mm. It's I'm, not really what you think is going to happen. It's what could happen. Being prepared for what Yeah, could I mean, why not be prepared? What's the, yeah. what's the harm? Yeah, it's not hurting anything. Well, you know, yeah. you know, it blew our it absolutely blew our mind that 9/11 happened. Yeah. And then and that was a yeah. just mind-bogglingly huge. So what if say What if uh but I'm saying like what if uh North Korea gets an EMP over the the states, something like that. You know, not gonna happen. Never gonna happen. But you never know. I'm plus, plus, here. plus. <laughs> you know, it's something cool. It's something cool to hang yeah. in my freaking in my gun room. Yeah, it's expensive, but it's something cool to hang. So in my you gun room. you want a plate carrier to hang on your wall? You're like, look at my plate carrier. Yeah, <laughs> and then you know maybe <laughs> I've I'll too, maybe so I'll, I'll go out and I've thought about having you know full plate carrier like three. AR mags up here, you know, like having plates and everything ready to go, but it's like, to me... No, it's not... You're never going to use it, but, you know. You know. But, it, like you said, it'd be a good thing to have, you know, just in case. You never know. Yeah, and this is this is probably this is this is probably the the three slugs of whiskey that I've taken down. But you know, it's I feel like oh yeah, do you need another one? I'll pour you one. There's a lot of if you You we take so much shit for granted in the U.S. Like we've never been, we've never had some sort of 
really screwed up situation. We've never had like what's going on in Venezuela and all that shit, and 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 what goes on in a massive majority. Well, yeah, and what goes on in a massive majority, a vast majority of the world. You know, there's some screwed up situations going on. We just kind of take for granted that that's never going to happen. Are you talking about the fabled American Boogaloo? What do you think we're doing every every two weeks? It's boogaloo training, baby. <laughs> but you know, anyway, like like I said, that's just that's just my whiskey ramblings. But yeah. uh, speaking yeah. of alcohol, uh, Bush Light, and I don't know if any of you guys have been following it on social media lately or anything like that, but I just saw that the uh, the Bush Light guy, this Carson King, he had a sign up at the Iowa Iowa State game. And said, need money for Bushlight, Venmo, Carson, King, 25. Um, and people started actually sending him money. So what happened was he got over $1,000 and he was like, all right, I'm going to donate this to the, the children's hospital there. And um, at, at the University of Iowa. And children's hospital. You, this is how cool Iowa is. This was an Iowa State student at the Iowa versus Iowa State game and decided he was going to... Yeah. Donate to the University of Iowa. Who's the well, most team. yeah, most people Iowa's Iowa. I cheer yeah. for Iowa and Iowa right. State, and uh, if they're playing they're each other, together, I yeah, yeah, I play I but, cheer for Iowa, but normally I don't. And yeah. well, from what it, what happened was he started getting more and more and more money, and Bush Light jumped on board and said, "Hey, we'll give you a f- supply of Bush Light for a year." And and they're going to match whatever he ends up with donations. As well, well Venmo, as Venmo. Venmo came out and said the same thing. Yeah. Well, then Bush Light came back and they put this Carson King's face on Bush Light cans. And I did just see that it's up over a million dollars now with the with the matching. A million dollars. Wow. And yeah. uh, I thought it was still like a hundred thousand. No, I was just trying to find it's that. It's been growing pretty yesterday, quick. Yeah. I think it was yesterday. No, Friday. I looked at it, and he himself personally was at two hundred and seventy-eight thousand without matching, mm-hmm. without Bush Light or or Bush or Venmo matching. So right, pretty cool deal. Yeah, pretty awesome situation turned out of a and that dude he's a, like just a viral picture of him with a sign, you know. And he was on uh, he was on Good Morning America, and I saw uh, he was on You Betcha, did an interview with him, and he was just like still. Just totally did not know what to say. Just yeah. like totally, just some just cool, fresh corn boy that didn't yeah. know what the hell is going yeah, on, absolutely. and he's just looking to do something good. So yeah. good for him, man. He's got his own cans now on a year's supply of Bushlight. That's yeah, that was uh, the, pretty awesome. The message that Bushlight, you know, had was pretty cool when they posted it on Facebook. When they finally showed that can, right? They said, "Hey Carson, we knew, you know, we know we said we were going to give you a year's supply of Bushlight, but." Before we sent it out, we wanted to make sure the hands were fit for a king because his last name was King. And so <laughs> I just picture, got that. They had the picture. <laughs> and underneath it, it says, uh, an Iowa, an Iowa legend on the top of the, yep. right. on the top of the can. And, um, they were like, let well, us know where to send the truck. It was a pretty, it was pretty cool. That is pretty sweet. It's, uh, and normally, you know, it's, it's just nice to see uh, people doing, doing good like that. Um, yeah the children's hospital pretty sweet deal um which takes us we're gonna do a complete 180 and uh talk about <laughs> totally unlike this now. show what a douche is what our douche. uh what a douche is our florida we changed our florida man segment for the second time yeah. um and uh did we have can we get uh that can we get that boston guy in here he can he read that oh, the, the article no. there is he still here is he uh I hope yeah not. i think um 
I think I could probably find him, you know. But uh, what did what was last the I saw him? He was dumping some ice in the ocean and uh, <laughs> taking some pilot training to fly them F-35s around him hurricanes. <laughs> um, so yeah, the the douche. It, it's not really. It wasn't being a douche. I mean, kind of was, but there was a couple arrested in Florida. Uh, so excuse me, it's douches of the day. Yeah, it's actually. Douche and douches, I think. Yeah. Douchette. 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 Oh wait, isn't that his last name? (laughs) Douchette. Taylor, if you're if you're listening to this, sorry man, I know you listen to the podcast. Uh, You're such a douche, Sam. (laughs) So there was a couple riding bicycles. Good. God, was that your hip? (laughs) Oh my god. Front row of a concert. Hammered drive. (laughs) So they get arrested for DUI because they're on the road, right? One thing I didn't know, you can get a DUI in a horse. Yeah, you can get a DUI on literally yeah. anything. So these two get arrested for DUI riding bicycles. They get put in the back of the same patrol car, which I think there was only one officer responding. So I think that was why they both got placed in the back of the sure. same car. Um, but... They ended up uh, performing coitus, smacking uglies <laughs> in the back of the, in the back of this police cruiser while both under arrest. They had somehow. Did they had? Did they have cuffs on? Because that would be. Them. I would actually be impressed that then. Because how do you get your pants down? First I, off, I don't know. Well, you know these kind of your people mouth. probably wearing baggy <laughs> pants. Or, or maybe they did it on purpose. Each other's pants. Yeah. Uh, maybe they did it on purpose. Maybe it was on their bucket list. Maybe that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe let's. Maybe let's, let's go, go get, get liquored up and get arrested. Get arrested just, and nail each other in the back of a cop car. The only thing that I can think of is the sympathy that I have for this deputy that had to arrest <laughs> these two. Because this guy had to smell that in the back of his police cruiser what, all what, the way to the. What does he do? Excuse me. Excuse me, ma'am. Would you? Would you please stop? Please stop doing that. <laughs> yeah. Because what are they going to? Don't put your. What don't gonna, put your mouth there. I mean, at this point, <laughs> what are they going to ticket them for? Like lewdness, public. Lewdness, maybe? It's, it's lewd and lascivious behavior is what they took you for. I don't know if they got any more charges. But they're not. They're not in. They're not. They're they're in a vehicle, that's so it's not in public. public. That's totally public. Yeah. You you can get in. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like that oh what actually, have I done? That could actually be like um, they could charge you with like a sex offense too. See, and that's yeah. completely outrageous. But um, that's uh, yeah, that's. I knew uh, a guy that slammed a beer in the back of a squad car once. That was one time. <laughs> <laughs> And we we're getting a ride home. Yes, we were. Nobody was actually under arrest. I I just feel for that poor deputy who had to stop them from doing what they were doing. So I wonder these, if he did stop them. Oh were these guys like? Uh, I mean, did they did they show their pictures? Did they yeah, look like they total tweakers? The did they look like white trash tweakers or yes. what? Uh, clearly, nice. it wasn't on their bucket list. Then they were just messed up. Yeah. And, uh, dude, I know that the back of that squad car smelled like asshole and... Hopefully crap. she wasn't a squirter. Oh, Power washed God. it out right after oh, they booked him. Well, a lot of those... <laughs> probably, a lot of those... To the, dumped him off at the jail. Probably, and the car probably smelled a lot like that house I was in last week. Oh, oh God. <laughs> a lot of those... Uh, a lot of those back the back of the cop hard, cars now hard. are they're they're hard plastic, so they can literally yeah, power wash them out. Just power wash it out. Yeah. yeah. Either that or they just burn it. 
Right. Yeah, take this one to the scrapyard. It's done. done. It's got too many miles on it. (laughs) That and there's crabs roaming all over the backseat. Oh, God. Yeah. Not good. Not good at all. So, uh, what the hell does he have down there? I was looking just... uh, Our host over here is really dropping the ball. I was... uh, Hold on. Just cover it one second. It says Sheila Jackson. Sheila Jackson quote. I could not read that. Reading is hard. Um, I'm looking for that quote when she she was talking about she had an AR in her hands. Oh, yeah. So she said she held an AR as part of this, like, familiar. Time out. Let's let everybody know who this lady is. Representative Sheila Jackson Lee. She's a Democratic rep. And um, from... I don't know. Texas. Okay. Texas. Texas, okay. Which is just... She's it, buddies with Beto. It um, must be a, must be a, a super urban area because she's dumb as a post. And let me let me read her quote. that she And she was saying this in a, in a public interview. Um, she says, I've held an AR-15 in my hand. I wish I hadn't. Yeah, Texas Democrat. Um, she also said, it's as heavy as 10 boxes that you might be moving, and the bullet that is utilized, a 50 caliber. These kinds of bullets need to be licensed and do not need to be on the street. Now, let me break this down for you, fellas. That's the worst AR in history. Well, well, she could be right. There is 50 Beowulf ARs out there. She said she's... Uh, <laughs> Yes, it's as heavy as 10 boxes. Now, how, what exactly is, well, she just said 10 boxes. Empty boxes? boxes? Because that would be about right. 10 boxes that you might be moving. Like, 10 boxes full of what? Like, like, how do you, how do you measure that? 10, just like 10 cardboard boxes? Because, because if you actually, if you take 10 cardboard boxes and, and, you know, put them on a scale, if they're empty, they'd probably around, you know, several pounds. So maybe, maybe I could, you know. I, I was wondering if maybe she was just super confused and they, they picked up a M2 heavy machine gun and just handed it to that poor old lady and she was like, what? <laughs> I'm assuming she has never seen an AR in her life. Like in person? Yeah. Probably not, no. Um, and then she goes on to say it's a, or it's a, the bullet that is us- utilized, a 50 caliber. Um, There's very few ARs that use you know 50 it is a thing though 50 it, it is, is it is but 99.9 pretty sure that's not what she was talking States. about though but she doesn't give a shit because all she's trying to do is get fear out there right. because she's heard 50 caliber before and it sounds mean and they need to be licensed and do not need to be on the street like like how do you license a bullet like what the do we get like a driver's license for a 50 cal <laughs> excuse yeah, me i'd like I my 50 the... cal driver's license please is there yeah. like a uh, instead of the dmv is there like a, a is there like a, a a gun licensing licensing um department that you go to i think it's called the atf no, there's no, there's that is not an actual store or a place that you can go to. <laughs> Contrary to what many people think, the alcohol, tobacco, and firearms would be a badass store, but yeah. it doesn't and exist. And, ex- and explosives. V-A-T-F-E. Uh, yeah. But yeah, um, no, that lady is a. Uh, this she is one of the in total. Some of the quotes that, she, that she's she's put out like. This is one of the most ignorant, and, and, and not just stupid. She's just blissfully ignorant and one of the dumbest people that we have in Congress. Like, and the other thing that pisses me off is if you're going to tell somebody something, if you're going to talk to your constituents, tell them the f***ing truth. Don't f***ing lie to them 
If you're trying to, if you're pushing an agenda, beep. Don't just tell them the truth. If you if you have to twist the what reality is, you're doing something wrong. Right. You know, just. But anyways, anyways. Did you see? Did you see the uh, female who spoke to um, Francis Beto? Yeah. Uh, Francis, whatever that. Yeah. How she just stood there in that whole crowd of people and stood there and talked to them like, "You're disarming me." You're not disarming a criminal. You're disarming me. Right. I'm a five foot nothing, hundred pound woman who concealed carries and protects my family with firearms. And you're disarming me. You're not disarming anybody meaning to do harm. So how do you legislate evil? What I got out of that video the most is they were like, you don't need your AR-15. You shouldn't be carrying your AR-15. And she was, and she turned to the guy she next goes, door and says, I don't, I'm not carrying my AR-15. I'm carrying my Glock. Yeah. And she go, and he goes, well, you shouldn't have it. Okay, right. well, what should we have? Right. Right. The one thing that I will say is he was very respectful in that scenario, yeah. and he made sure he was trying to quiet people down. And I don't give a shit how respectful you are. He's literally he's literally suggesting that they take our right. hard-earned shit. No, I... You, Beto. I don't. Well, that's, I completely agree. You know, but I don't care how respectful a, you are. At least in a public. I thought the same. Like yes, I thought the same thing. And, that, and that's. Like, hey, but that's why he's getting. That's why he's well, getting. That's what Hitler did to the you know German people and the Jews. I don't right think Hitler even. was very. Hitler was very respectful. He no, was kind of. No, he was. That's the only. No, he was. He was super charismatic in the beginning. He was absolutely. And that's and then they they passed that gun control law and took everybody's freaking guns and then he murdered like six million Jews. Yeah, he was. But I think everybody here knows I pretty much hate politics. But I what did hear? I was listening to We Like Shooting podcast the other day, and he brought up an interesting point that Beto is only polling like two percent, yeah. and the entire media is just all over him. They're like, "Oh, this he's doing this, and he wants this, and he wants to take all your guns and all that," and and that's gaining him nothing. Yeah, it's not. That's <laughs> that's I think. He wanted to say that that could be a democratic strategy to pull all our attention to Beto, who's probably, let's be honest, not going to win. He's pulling 2%. No, there's no but there's Joe not. Biden out there who wants a lot of the same things yeah. that he does, and not, he's not getting any of the attention. I so should. we all turn our attention to Beto, who's not a problem at all, while there's all these other threats out there who... Right. are a legitimate threat. I've said that before. That's exactly what they're doing. Biden Biden said it before Beto did. Mm -hmm. Biden said it in a, in a CNN interview weeks before Beto ever said it. Yeah. And nobody gave him a time of day. I don't know. I mean, it could be a strategy, but I don't think Beto is... I think he's oblivious to the strategy. I think he just really well, thinks he's doing something. It doesn't matter he's what a, the strategy is. It's it's, it's back it's backfiring for him because they've showed their hand now and ultimately what what they want. Mm -hmm. And there's very few people in the states, whether it looks like it when you're watching the news or not, that actually want gun confiscation. Right. Because newsflash, it ain't gonna fucking work. Right. Not and they point to Australia. Look at how well that worked. Yeah. Well, Australia's yeah, well, first off. Violent crimes went up exponentially. But gun that. violence went down. But if you look at... No if shit. You, look you take at, away cars, car accidents go down. Right. But if you look at Australia, it's not near as big. It's right. not the same culture. Guns are a, a cultural... They're ingrained into, into the fabric of the United States. That's just right. how they are. And there's, there's just... 
they don't have a second amendment. That was never nothing they had to get around. The right. same with New Zealand. Why do you think the New Zealand thing happened? Because they could say, oh, screw you, give us your guns, and there's not a damn thing they could do about it because right. they didn't have the second amendment. Um, so, yeah, it's never going to happen. Um, well, yeah, nobody. Really I don't want to say it's never going to well, happen. Well, it will. I hate I, that. Let, I don't like that 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 uh perspective will. because all those same people that thought, oh, there's no way Trump's going to win. That's kind of the perspective that we have now. That oh, there's no way Biden's going to win, and there's no way that our guns are going to be taken. Let me rephrase. We're on the that. opposite side. Of let that. me. I don't re- like that perspective. Let me rephrase that. It's it's not going to happen in the next ten years. I think it will happen eventually because as hard as the media and are pushing and they'll is... make an boogaloo. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing we do our boogaloo training every two weeks because, like I said, I think it will happen. I it will eventually. Be, I think that needs to be a topic in the next podcast. Mm-hmm. What Very... truly would you do to defend it if they did come? Oh boy, you want to get serious. You're going to get us put on watch yeah, list. Nobody's going to want to listen to our next podcast now, Johnson. We got to get... <laughs> They're like, oh, great. They're going to get all serious and boring. Well, they yeah. really are going to go red dawn on us. Yeah, apparently we all have small penises because um, we enjoy this sort of thing, but that's yeah. all right. <laughs> According to John... What's his name? John Hackthorn or something like that? John Hack. Yeah. What Anyways. a hack. Anyways, we're well over an hour and 15, 20 minutes, somewhere in that ballpark, so... <laughs> I did not need, mean to go near this long today, and we even skipped a uh, skipped a topic, two up. topics actually. So uh, we'll have to save save those for next time. Um, but anyways, if if you've stuck with us this long, uh, thank you as always. Uh, remember to check out Shireworks Facebook, uh, Life Short Live Free Facebook and Instagram, um, Ballistic Imagery. Um, and, um, yeah, we'll put this, this will come out on a Thursday. Make sure you check out the, the video right before this on a Wednesday. That'll be a range day video that we were talking about in the beginning. You're and, uh, telling people to check out a video on a Wednesday on a podcast that's not coming out till the next day. That's what I said. This will come yes. out, check it out the day before. I said this will come out on a Thursday. Check out a video that we put the day before. Yep. It's not that That's how it works. We put out range day videos on Wednesday. Podcast comes out on Thursday. So guys, check both those things out. They're both awesome. Fox does a great job editing all those range day videos for you guys. Um, I do a mediocre job putting these together. Podcast videos. So if you guys, oh, I hope you guys got your hat orders in. All right, that's something I forgot I was gonna do on our video today. We we never did. The Hat pre-orders Monday. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. I hope you guys got your orders in. So, yeah, I guess until we see you in a couple weeks, we'll be doing a live, I guess, in about a week from now. Um, every other Wednesday on the off week of the podcast, where you go live on the Life Short Live Free Facebook. And if you ever want to jump on there and uh, yell at us or hang out with us or whatever you want to do, uh, make sure you do that. And I guess until we talk to you next time, Uh, Thanks for sticking around, and remember, life's short, live free. God bless. Come on! Come on! You did win. Yeah, you won. You've been wanting to do that the entire podcast.